It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Got a Friday episode today. And it's Friday. Everything, everything is lovely. Some KD talk. Some news about DeMarcus Cousins came out. Some thoughts on the center position. A little bit of everything coming at you today on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to Locked On Warriors. I am your host, Charles T. Hamilton, Friday edition. Everything is lovely. Fridays are just good days, man. Also, by the way, you guys didn't know, Hawkeye is back. Hawkeye's back. So, Thanos done f***ed up now. You know what I mean? Like, you're done, Thanos. Uh, Shout out any other Avengers fans. You'll get that joke. Hilarious. I must say myself. Uh, no, but number of things to talk about. The Warriors are taking on the Bucks tonight. Feels kind of stupid to call game number 27 out of an 82-game season a big game. But potential finals matchup. The Bucks are damn good this year. Bucks beat the Warriors by, I think, 1,000 earlier in the season. So... Big game is strong, but I think the Warriors will be motivated. They obviously want to win, avenge the 23-point loss. It was 23. It wasn't 1,000, so I was just off by a little. But they've got thoroughly outplayed in that game. The 23-point loss does not do it justice for how badly the Bucks beat them. Warriors had 18 turnovers that game. Bucks had 12. Rebounding, Milwaukee killed them 59-46. to the points in the paint is the biggest thing, and I'll be interested to see if there's, I don't know, a, what they can do to try and fix it, I guess. Uh, you know, it's not guaranteed that there's anything you can do, but points in the paint was 84 for the Bucks, which we could just leave it at that. That's a ridiculous number. You need to do something about that, but only 34 for the Warriors. So there are things that they need to work on specifically against uh, the Bucks, but also just in general. I mean, the I think the Hawks had 70-something points in the paint a couple games ago. So it's it's real, and part of that is the fact that you don't have a rim protector. You don't have a big body in the middle, which it's not like they really had it with Damian Jones either, obviously. It's something that's lacking on this team. And it'll be interesting to see if DeMarcus Cousins can fill that role but he's not a, a rim protector by any means. He's a charge taker. Uh, but with how many charges have been called this year, and that's another thing I want to talk about. I'll, I'll have to do some digging because I don't really know, but it feels like they're calling a lot more charges this year than in recent years, which I hate. I think they should eliminate the charge completely. But that's for another time. 
Uh, but points in the paint, 84 to 34, just 84 period is, is a joke. So how are they going to fix that? I don't know. I'll be interested to see, though, if they can. Matchup-wise, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Hopefully, who is it? Connaughton? Or, yeah, I think Connaughton. I was going to say McConnell. You guys, that's that's not the right thing to do. Delavadova, maybe? <laughs> no, Pat Connaughton had a great game against the Warriors. He was 7-11 from the field. And just kind of dusted stuff off of a lot of back cuts and things like that. So can they clean that up? I mean, it's one thing for the starters, for a guy like Giannis to go for 24, almost have a triple-double. Bledsoe killed them, too. You guys know I love Steph and Clay, but they got torched. They got torched this game. So they're going to be motivated, for sure, to try and change it. It's going to be tough, though. It's going to be tough, especially with the lack of depth at the center position. And the Bucks have pretty good depth at the center position between Lopez, uh, John Henson, and then, look, Antetokounmpo, he plays everything, but the guy can play some five. And I would personally play him at the five a lot more than they do. So that's something to look out for. Three-point shooting also. That's the other thing. The Bucks have some shooters, and they went 9-35 to in that first game. It didn't matter because, like I said, they had 84 points in the paint. But if they start knocking down threes and can get those points in the paint, woof. And again, they don't have Draymond. They didn't have Draymond in that first game. They don't have Boogie. Obviously, things like that matter. But at the same time, that's that's the tough part with the Warriors. And it feels like we're being greedy. But tell me if I'm wrong. Hit me up on Twitter at CTH415. But, like, even when Steph and Draymond and Boogie were all, all out and McKinney, you still have KD and you still have Clay. You still have probably the two best players on the court almost every night. And same thing for tonight. You're going to have some of the best players on the court tonight as well. Things I'm looking for specifically, I mean, I guess Jordan Bell and Kavon Looney, what, what can they do? Something I notice as well as I'm looking at this, this was one of those lineups where Steve started Damian Jones and Jordan Bell. Don't do that. Don't do that, Steve, okay? That's all I got for you. Just don't do it. <laughs> uh, but, no, it was a bad game, and interested to see how the Warriors try and make up for it if they can. But it's a – Bucks are a damn good team. Damn good team. I'm going to transition here because – I, the the talking points are the same when it comes to the Warriors. Can Clay find some consistency? He's been bad. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but he's been bad. Period. KD, how does he match up with Giannis? Steph, can he you know lock it up defensively a little better than that first game? Andre, if Andre starts, what does he do? Can he actually contribute offensively more than he has been? I don't know. I don't know. Alfonso McKinney's back. Love to see what he can do. Jarebko, who's averaging, what was it, I think, five points a game, over, or excuse me, ten points a game over the last five games. He's been really good off the bench for them. Can he continue his good play? So things like that. As far as specific matchups and stuff, it, you know, is what it is. Love that saying, right? Love cliches. But one of the things I wanted to look at specifically 
moving forward is the center position. And I guess I'll start with Kavon Looney because Kavon Looney's having a really good year. I mean, he just is. He's playing well, stepping up to to the starting spot, and the f- he's doing things that I don't want to say are easy because as we've seen, a lot of centers that they try and plug in just can't do it, but they don't ask a ton from the center position. And Kavon's able to do those things. He's cutting to the rim when he needs to, finishing with dunks, finishing easy putbacks. He's a great rebounder, like I've said before. I've mentioned it before. He's still in the top 10 in offensive rebounding percentage. He's a great offensive rebounder. You lock him in as a great offensive rebounder in the NBA today. That's his, that's his one thing he's great at. That's something you can lock up and say on the scouting report, get him off the boards. Easier said than done, but it's, it's official. He's a damn good rebounder, specifically offensive. And since Damian Jones went down, he's been stepping up. I mean, he stepped up all season. He's been the best center that they have. But in the last four games on this road trip that ends tonight, game five on the road, he's averaged 25 minutes per game, highest of his career, 62% from the field, 6.3 rebounds, 7.8 points, one block a game, three assists per game. So he's having a well-rounded display on this road trip. He's doing a little bit of everything. But over the last two games, he's averaged, or excuse me, not averaged. Over the last two games, he's played 59 minutes. And that's the highest total of back-to-back games that he's ever played. And if he, if we're assuming health is fine and he's good to go and this and that, no injury concerns, we're probably fine until DeMarcus Cousins comes back. But I'd be lying if I didn't say there's some concern on my part because of the start of his career where he had to get both hips operated on. And now, yes, he's been healthy. He's been fine as far as health is concerned. He's been more than productive on the court. Really fits his role with the Warriors. The only thing they would like is for him to be more athletic and about three inches taller. But he is absolutely doing everything they ask. He's been great. But with his minutes ramping up until DeMarcus Cousins comes back, which could be another month maybe, could be less. We're going to talk about that in a minute as well. But I just don't know how the center position is going to... I don't want to say be solidified because it'll be solidified when DeMarcus Cousins get back, but it's just something to keep your eye on. I'm, I'm, I'm worried if he's going to continue to be playing 25 minutes a game, maybe even more, depending on how Jordan Bell performs, which is up and down. Will his body hold up is basically what I'm getting at because he usually is in between 10 to 20 minutes a game. Some games it's like 11 or 12 minutes. Other games it's 17 or 18 but they're really pushing them up to this 25 limit or 25 minute mark. Wouldn't be surprised if they go past it, if he can handle it, but I'm just worried about potential injuries, all hypothetical, but with his injury history coming into the NBA, it's worth mentioning. I would also mention this is nothing more than hypothetical and me just being a, a worrier. 
But I will also mention that as a fantasy GM, whatever you want to call it, I there are centers to keep your eye on throughout the league as far as potential Warriors targets, I guess you could say, or at least just in my mind, because they could upgrade the position for a number of reasons. We don't know what DeMarcus Cousins is going to be when he does get back. If he's DeMarcus Cousins, we're good. We are good. But he's coming back from a, a serious injury. No idea. And this is all just speculation on my part, so don't go taking too much into it. But there have been some that have talked about a guy like Robin Lopez, if he gets bought out. Dwayne Dedman is another one. He's a little less likely because the thing with Robin Lopez, he's on the last year of his deal at about $12.5 million. That's something no one's going to trade for. Where Dwayne Dedman, he's on the last year of his deal at just over $7 million. That's still an asset. That's still potentially something someone could trade for. A little less likely. It's not a sure thing. So he could potentially be bought out, but I don't know if he will. Same thing with Robin Lopez, but Robin Lopez is not going to get traded. He might get bought out where Dwayne Dedman has a chance to be traded. Those are two of them. And then the third is Rashawn Holmes on the Suns, but he is... That was funny. The Suns are butt. But uh, he he just started, actually, for them last night, and DeAndre Ayton came off the bench. He's someone who I thought the Warriors should have gone after, even though they had their plan with the young centers. He's 25 years old. He was a solid player for the Sixers, and he got traded for cash to the Suns. Could have helped the Warriors. He's on the last year of his rookie deal at, like, $1.6 million. So if... There's an opportunity to trade for him. They have the assets to be able to do it. Like Dwayne Dedman, they can't trade for him. Robin Lopez, they can't trade for him without giving up someone like Sean or Andre. Rashawn Holmes is cheap enough that they can go after him. I don't know if the Suns have any interest in doing it. I don't know if the if the Bulls or, or Hawks have interest in buying out Dwayne Dedman or Robin Lopez either. But those are the three guys that I have my eye on just as a a stupid fan. And that's what I am. Going to take a quick break, come back, talk about DeMarcus Cousins a little more. He's starting to ramp up his physicality, his practices, and an interesting path they're, they're thinking of taking with him on his way back to the NBA. That's coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Adobe. At CDW, we get your organization can be demanding. I know you're in there. I know. The marketing team's outside my office. They want their Adobe update now. With Adobe's value incentive plan, deployed by the experts at CDW, you can quickly and easily manage software subscriptions for the whole team. On Acrobat and Creative Cloud? All included. Cool. Guys, I'm coming out. Don't hurt me. Hey, there he is. 
For a satisfied digital workforce, you need Adobe and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Adobe. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked on Warriors. Charles T. Hamilton here. What's good? I just talked about some, I don't know, fantasy moves I'd like to make. Not my fantasy team. No one gives a damn about that ever. By the way, don't ask me or tell me about your fantasy team, guys, please. So, DeMarcus Cousins, he's working back up to to play, playing shape, playing ability, whatever. Working his way back healthy. He's ramping up his workouts, his practices. I feel like we hear that all the time, but it's a slow, slow process. And what we heard today is Steve Kerr talked about they'll probably send him down to Santa Cruz to practice with them because he wants to ramp up the physicality and the competition where he's just not really getting that with the Warriors because during the season, Warriors practices are pretty light. There's no reason to go five on five full out scrimmage when you have games the night before and the night after. So they're talking about sending, well, not talking about it. He's definitely going to go down and practice with Santa Cruz. And so he'll get some, some run with them, get some good, uh, good minutes, at least practice wise, get some good physicality and really work his way back. Something else they mentioned is they might even let him play a game or two in the G League as a way to work him back. I don't see that happening so much because why waste his competitive minutes in the G League? But it's also something that I've thought they should do more when it comes to players coming back from injury is, you know, why not have a rehab assignment down in the G League? And we've seen it a few times, but what the hell? Why not? I don't, I don't think it'll happen, but we'll see. So that's something they're talking about with DeMarcus Cousins. He's getting close. He's getting close. He's going to be back after Christmas, as far as I'm concerned, mid-January. We'll see, though. Here's what <laughs> Kevin Durant had to say about DeMarcus Cousins and how he knows he's getting closer to being back fully healthy. Uh, he's just a little bit more louder than usual. So every time he gets, uh, he, he starts to talk a little bit more. That means something good has happened, and uh, that's a good sign for us. But he looks good. It's, you know, obviously, uh, you know, he might be a couple. I don't know how long he is away, but I don't think he's playing here soon. But you know, he's, his win looks good. I watched him play five on five. I mean, his handle looks great. Shot looks good. So. I guess it's just a matter of just get back to the fill in the floor of the game. What you're saying is talk a little louder. Is that also like competitive on court? Thing is yeah, not, not really like that, but just you just see he's a little bit more excited because he's getting closer and closer. You know, um, <coughs> much more than just what he says on the court, but just his whole demeanor. Um, you can just tell that he's he's on his way to back doing something he loves, man. Get basketball taken away from him so long, man. It's, you had your good and bad days, but he's been uh, he's been great for us. Draymond, we hear he's pushing to try to play tonight. Is he a little bit louder? Oh yeah, he's a little bit more excited. <laughs> Both of them are excited. You can tell they're close to playing, and um, you know we definitely miss him out there. Um, and we're looking forward to having him back. You know, but more importantly, they, this game is a uh, is, is uh, t- you know being on the court is a temple to these guys. We want, and you know this is a, this is their place for them to express themselves and be who they are. And without it. You know, it's like a void there, so I'm glad that void is going to be filled for those guys soon. I love that. That's hilarious that uh, you can tell he's getting closer to playing because he's getting louder, talking a lot more, a lot more 
Love it. I think that's great. Funny comment from KD, but also in there just says that K that excuse me, uh, Boogie's getting closer. And then also something that I forgot to mention earlier, Anthony Slater of the Athletic. You guys heard him asking that that clip right there that Draymond is getting closer to playing and, and pushing to play tonight. And I man, I might start doing a segment called Missed Points because this always happens where I'm going off and there's one thing I want to mention and I forget to mention it. And what I was going to mention earlier, which I don't think I did, is that Draymond is close. He's very close to playing, and he's pushing to play tonight. Steve Kerr has said, though, that he thinks that giving him tonight, Saturday, and Sunday off until they play again Monday is probably what he's going to do. It's probably the smart thing to do. He knows Draymond wants to play tonight. He's close Probably a game-time decision. It'll be interesting to see what, what the decision is. I'd lean more towards letting him sit a few more days just to get 100%. But we'll see. Draymond can be convincing. He can be convincing. They could use him, though. They didn't have him in the first game against Milwaukee either, and I think that's why, another reason why, at least, Draymond is pushing so hard to play tonight. Going to take one last break. Got a couple of funny stories, some funny stuff from the Warriors. Happened over the last 24 hours that I want to get to. And I'm going to wrap this thing up for the weekend. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. Charles T. Hamilton is me. What's good? Wanted to finish up with a couple things. There was some funny stuff that happened, but also... Something funny, something sweet, and then I also have to throw this out there. It's kind of sad, I guess. Not sad, but just Clay Thompson's having a bad year. He, he I, I will give him credit. He's averaging 4.1 rebounds a game, which I think will even get up higher by the end of the season. He's focused on other, on other aspects of his game, and I do appreciate the rebounding number because a guy his size with his strength should be a better rebounder than he is, and it's clear that he's working on that. But as far as the shooting goes and other aspects of his game, the only way I can really put it is he has time to turn it around, obviously. But the way he's playing, he won't be an all-star this year. That's the best way I can put it. And I just had to put that out there. Sorry. Here's the funny Here's the funny and sweet stories. The sweet story is, and another thing that I should just put in my missed points, We'll see if I turn that into a segment or not. But I forgot to mention earlier, Kavon Looney got his jersey retired 
at his high school. I think it was called Hamilton High School. Shout out. <laughs> but got the number five retired there, which is awesome. A lot of fun. And the best part is obviously him getting his jersey retired, being honored by his high school, and going back there to to be honored and show them love, re- return the love that they're showing him. The second best part is that the entire team went with him. And it's one of those things that, you know, chokes you up a little bit. But you see on Instagram, and on everyone's Instagram stories, showing love to Kavon. There's a great video of just the entire day, really, uh, on the Warriors Twitter. Go check it out. I think it's just at Warriors. I'm sure you all follow them anyways. You should all follow me at CTH415. But great, great video of it and just seeing the kids' reactions when Clay and Steph and KD and Boogie and Draymond and Jarebko specifically uh, walk into the school. And it was just, it's a beautiful thing, man. And uh, love seeing the support from the team. And like I always say, I don't read too much into it. I can enjoy it. I think it's sweet. I love seeing it. I don't know if it means anything. I won't apply any meaning to it besides the fact that I enjoy it, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome, incredibly sweet. Uh, love seeing it. Congrats to Kavon getting his jersey retired, and good job by the entire Warriors organization by being there for him and for the kids. I mean, that's something awesome. Look, they were all starstruck and amazed by seeing Kavon. But, hey, the the you know best team of all time actually just walked into your library and into, into your assembly and is taking pictures with you. Like, that's absolutely incredible. So great job by the Warriors organization, the players, coaches. Like, all the coaches were there. Steve Kerr was there. Ray Ritter was there getting yelled at by Clay. It was incredible. (laughs) It was great. I I would suggest you all go check out the video on the Warriors Twitter. I'd also suggest you uh, follow every Warrior on Instagram and Twitter. But definitely go check out their their stories from yesterday uh, that have, you know, video uh, from the ceremony. Last thing I'm going to get to, well, I lied. It's not the last thing, but it's this is the funny thing that happened. So today, KD, as I mentioned, you guys go follow him on Instagram because you're missing some funny stuff. He got a text from a former teammate, good friend, great goon, Zaza Pachulia. And I'm just going to read this out loud from Zaza to KD. He wrote, happy birthday, my brother. Wishing you all the best. You catching up. Smiley face. Catching up in years, basically. KD writes back, it's not my birthday, asshole. I'm posting this on Instagram to show the world how bad of a teammate you are. Zaza responds, oh, shit, it's September 28th. The emoji with the monkey covering its eyes. I think it's a monkey. An animal covering its eyes. KD responds, 29th, SMHHHHHH. Yo, stop texting me right now. I love you, LOL. Zaza responds, only good thing about this text is that that I'm thinking about you, my brother, LOL. KD responds, haha, that is true. Miss you, my brother. Caption, I still love you, Zaza Pachulia, but you have to do better, LOL. So it doesn't do it justice by reading it out loud, especially all in one voice, but it's just one of those things that's hilarious and uh, very Zaza Pachulia. You can see why him and Clay were so close. Both are in their own worlds, but it uh, it was great, hilarious. I loved it. They could be using Zaza right now as well, uh, but once DeMarcus comes back, that'll all be forgotten. 
Last thing I want to say, well, second to last thing, because I also quick league pass picks, but I just want to let you guys know, hit me up on Twitter. I, I think I'm going to set up an email also. Let me know what you guys want to hear about, want to be talked about. This podcast is for you. So anything that y'all want to hear, uh, want to get discussed, if I'm not hitting the topics you want or, you know, whatever, constructive criticism or you just love it and think I'm great, that's cool too. But anything you guys want, any questions you have, hit me up at CTH415. I appreciate you guys listening. This podcast is for you. So anything you want, holler at your boy. Uh, As far as league pass picks go, a lot of games tonight. None of them stand out that great. Actually, yeah, they're all kind of Grizzlies, Pelicans, and I'm sure you guys hate this, but Lakers, Spurs, man, I I don't know. They played a couple nights ago. Lakers were able to pull it out at the end. Spurs just missing something. Well, what they're missing is defense. And there are other games I'm interested in, but as far as like universal interest, as far as a good matchup, that's what I do with league pass picks. It's basically about the matchup. Like, Kings-Cavs, I'm interested in that because the Kings are exciting. But besides that, no, that's not a good matchup. So, yeah, I'll go with... uh, I'm going to give you three. Sixers-Pistons. Because as we know, Joel Embiid and uh, Andre Drummond. Like, does Andre Drummond take a swing at him tonight? He's going to have to eventually. Sixers-Pistons, Grizzlies-Pelicans, Lakers-Spurs. Check them all out. And obviously, Warriors-Bucks is is the main event. That's the tough part about these picks, is Warriors is usually the main event. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know what you think, what you want to hear about, anything you guys want. This podcast is for you. Have a good, safe weekend. Not sure what the weekend looks like for me. You might get another one of these. You might not. But either way, I'll be back soon. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can't climb a mountain if it's smooth, right? You got to go over the rough spots. Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Bay Area sports fans, this is Ben Kaspic, host of the Locked On Giants podcast, which should be the next Locked On podcast you fire up in your feed. The MLB offseason is closing in, and I'll have you covered every day, breaking down the rumors, speculation, and transactions that'll shape next year's Giants team. Subscribe to Locked On Giants right now on your favorite podcast provider. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.